1: Today's quote is read by Star Trek Voyager star Tuvok himself, Tim Russ. When we
0: do become wise, we'll learn that quite the loveliest statement in the world is, I disagree with you. And quite the loveliest answer is, wonderful. Please tell me how. Welcome back to our podcast, Quoting Gene Roddenberry. And this week we are super lucky to have Tamara Krinsky, who is an Emmy award-winning writer, actor, host. And she's currently on Tomorrow's World Today, which is on Discovery. And and I'm just gonna <laughs> drop this in because I read it. <laughs> She got her SAG card working on Star yes. Trek. So welcome. Thank you, thank you for having me. You do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do sometimes, lady. I want to jump right in uh, with a quote because I kind of love... Listen, I'm a cynical optimist and I love me some naive mm-hmm. optimism. I love this quote because... It's what we want, right? It's the kind of the opposite, in a way, of cancel culture, which is you think differently. What's going on? Let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. But in today's world, I find um, instead of. I disagree with you. Wonderful. Tell me what it's. I disagree with you. You are now no. my mortal enemy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. Which is why I've enjoyed doing the podcast because you don't have to agree with me. I said we can agree to disagree yesterday to somebody on here. It's it's thoughts. It's it's just uh, communing
2: with other people. So tomorrow, why don't you jump in and tell us what you think about this quote? Well, thank you so much for having me. I love that we get to start with this quote, and it's kind of crazy that this is from 1974 Mm -hmm. from a lecture that he gave. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And here we are, you know, 40 plus years later, and we are still dealing with, can we talk about things that we disagree about? You know, it's been pretty tumultuous past couple of Mm -hmm. years. And I feel like we all so much live in our own little bubbles today. And it's really hard to have conversations with people you disagree with. Um, People are very, very quick to shut you down. And so much of that i think too is because the information that we get is so fractured because of the way the media landscape has changed.
0: Yeah. Thank you, lady. Yeah. Trent. <laughs> I mean, don't no, but i think the rise of the 24-hour news cycle seemed to be a little detrimental because i was uh, saying on a different podcast back in the day in the 90s, when there wasn't 24-hour news, I would like seek out Noam Mm -hmm. Chomsky books or things Mm -hmm. just to Mm -hmm. get a different opinion. What do you think, Trent?
1: Well, uh, this is one of Gene's more wonderful quotes. It really showcases the beauty of disagreement. Like Gene is telling us that we can benefit greatly from disagreeing from one another because it's another opportunity to learn. And if it's one thing that he has uh, talked about many times in many of his quotes is, uh, it's part of human nature to want to learn. Like we just We're always learning, whether it's for pleasure or uh, for, you know, professionally, like we're always learning.
0: Trent, do you think everyone wants to learn? I mean,
1: I I, I do. (laughs) They may not want to learn, you know, scholastically or they may not want to learn the truth or they may not. But I think people do yearn to learn new things or... Maybe to be more validated in what they've already believed. I mean, I, I don't know if that's really learning either, but I do I do think <laughs> that we do have an innate need to learn
0: and curiosity. It's survival of the mm-hmm. species in a way. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's really true. I wish the world was like this because I'm an avid reader. you know I read, I've talked about it before on here too, the library was yeah. so important to me as a child. Same. Yeah, just books were a way out of wherever I was, which I'm not even saying it was that bad, but I just wanted to be somewhere else. So,
2: Well, I think that, that touches was, on this idea of storytelling, right? And the idea that stories are the way, or one of the ways, I think a hugely important way, that we develop empathy and we learn about things that are different, yeah. different from the way we grew up or the background or the education or all the things we've received. There's got to be a way of getting beyond that and learning about other things.
0: I think it's why shows like... Star Trek, right? Uh, and we've, at mm-hmm. Trent, we've spoken about this, that sometimes the reflection of our own yep. shadow behavior, right? We can't really look at ourselves. It's there's so much shame or whatever that comes up. So if we can see it in a TV show, right? Set in fantasy land, it, and it's not really fantasy land, hopefully it'd be reality outer space, but if we can see it over there, we hmm. can actually then take it in for ourselves. So storytelling actors, uh, you know, uh, artists, in general, I think, are great at, even with this quote, bringing up things that we can, uh, you know, what I think about a painting is going to be completely mm-hmm. different than what you think, yeah. you know? And we can agree to talk about it and see what we see, whether it is art or mm-hmm. politics, you know? And, <laughs> and
1: when we disagree, whether whether we change our mind or not, we both walk away with more information than we had before you know, we have touched upon the fact that the last few years have been very rough and the state of discourse has been difficult, to say the least, in some regards. <laughs> but overwhelmingly, for most of my life, I have welcomed uh, having conversations with people I disagree with. And it's not so much that I don't welcome it now, but, you know, the, the conversation, especially online, has gotten so toxic, it it doesn't feel fruitful. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I'm a little weary these days but in a general sense and what gene is speaking about is to to have a disagreement or or to have a conversation where a disagreement comes up it's a it, it's a two-way street like it's two people or more interacting and if if someone says they disagree with me and then they want to know why like that says to me that they at least respect where I'm coming from And not that I'm going to try and convince them or change their mind, but at least I'm giving my perspective. And it's the same way, like if someone uh, I'm speaking with and I disagree with them, I am very curious to know why. At the very least, if it comes from a place that, let's say, is uneducated or completely wrong, at least that tells me something about that person that I may not have known before. So, you know, in that regard, too, uh, the exchange gives me a bit more information than I had going in.
2: Well, I think it touches on this idea that we just don't know what we don't know, right? So something for me that's been really interesting. I have a daughter. She is uh, just graduated elementary school. Uh, so for the last uh, fifteen months, I've been a teacher's assistant <laughs> while she's been learning it. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah,
0: you really have. That's you? a whole other conversation.
2: <laughs> but but you know, during this time, there's been a ton of chatter on Facebook and you know other social media platforms in the parent community, in the teacher community about should we go back to school? Should we stay mm. home? What's happening? And for me, what's really been illuminating are all of the different perspectives on it, you know, because I certainly have my own thoughts about it. My kid is is somebody who does better when she's in school with other folks. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, uh, there are all kinds of health concerns, different socioeconomic concerns, depending on where you're working and how you're working, Mm -hmm. Childcare concerns. And it was so wonderful. I mean, social media can be really toxic. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it was an (laughs) example of An opportunity for people to really hear different perspectives about why they were making the choices they did. So if we can find those spaces and places, whether it's online, whether it's in real life, whether it's a Zoom conversation, to actually have an exchange of ideas, it's a really incredible thing. It's Unfortunately, it feels too rare these days. But
0: I love that you're open and aware, (laughs) like, you know what I'm saying? And and to to understand there are different points of view, and as you said, different socioeconomic concerns and things for other parents going on. And I think per this quote, we all kind of come from the prism of Mm -hmm. us, usually, right? And that can be rather myopic, our views sometimes. So to be able to say, hey, wait, what? Yeah, No, I want to know. Because Mm -hmm. I started off this thing by saying, like, naive optimism, and it's not naive to think people can be like this, right? But it seems aspirational to a certain extent, because I realize I've adopted agree to disagree, because right, I don't want right. to offend anyone, mm-hmm. right? And I'm interested in their point of view, but I don't I don't care, man. I don't have a horse in the game <laughs> and making you think my yeah. way. Yeah. That's my thing. It's what how I think. But... Per this quote, it's made me think, okay, maybe I need some new language, right, to invite rather than shut it down. Because well, agree to disagree is we're done. Ali, yeah. And we're cool. Oh, sorry didn't mean
2: to me to step on you. Yeah. It, <laughs> no, no, I'm finished. No, you just got my brain churning. It made me think about something that I've talked about with my therapist, because like we do. But he <laughs> yeah. has talked about this idea of, are you having a conversation of information or are you having a conversation of influence? Right. So is the goal and, to exchange and, ideas too?
0: Mm-hmm. right or ego sometimes yeah. drives yes. us very much. And my point is right. Mm-hmm. But a world where we could disagree, like diametrically opposed, but say, OK, but I kind of want to understand how you ended yeah. up there and mm-hmm. I ended up here would be groundbreaking and might prepare us for the world that Mr. Roddenberry speaks about in all these quotes and aphorisms that we've talked about because, tomorrow you pointed out this is from yeah. 74? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you unkindly pointed out that
2: it's from <laughs> no, I, <don't>. I didn't <laughs> say you were from 1974. I said the quote from Oh, girl, I'm before, I'm
0: before <laughs> that. I'm before that time. So it's, it's, some of these quotes seem yeah. obvious. Right on the surface when you look at them, but when we look through them through when they were t- when they were said, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. then
0: we see that it's a bit groundbreaking that back in the 74, when we're talking about race discord, uh, I, my 80-year-old stepmother says it's worse now wow. than it was in the really? 70s. Really? Wow. I've been FYI. wondering about that. Yes, I know. I'm glad I asked her because I was curious. And to hear her say that was a little yeah. bit of a gut punch, yeah. Yeah. to be honest. But we're living through history right now. And you are raising children. Ch- a mm-hmm. child, I should say. I don't know how many child, more you have, but a one. child. in and- it's so important, Trent. do you agree that it's so, like I get so, I don't have kids, I wanted them so much and I couldn't so. I'm so excited for parents yeah. who are raising children and who are able to shape the minds of the next yeah. generation. Because I've had a three-year-old in my, four-year-old in my high school, or I went to a kindergarten through 12th grade school in upstate New York for a while. I was called the N-word by a, a four-year-old. So it's parents like you that can help us ag- live up yeah. to this quote. No
1: pressure.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's all on YouTube, you know, How you doing? And, and I that? have
1: to be completely honest with myself. Like, it's it's very easy, or it's easier to say something than to do something. Like in the heat of the moment. So Jean says, when we do become wise, so there's a wisdom that comes from having this uh, mentality. And you know, here we are, th- uh, three point. like-minded individuals mm-hmm. having a discussion, and we're all in agreement here and now. And I'm gonna guess we might agree on a lot of things. But I need to remember when I'm in a situation when I may not be with someone who I quite uh, agree with so much. And I am a very emo- emotional person. I am a big fan of therapy, and thanks to therapy, I was able to get a handle on my uh, my anger. I had I had a, a lot of um, not anger issues, but like I was very explosive when I would get. Oh, why I'd scream, scream, and it was like not a healthy way to communicate. So. I catch myself when I'm in those situations where I'm emotionally charged and I my temperature goes up and it's like, ah, when I finally become wise, as Gene says, take a moment, take a breath, and then open myself up for uh, hearing what the other person has to say, even if it's something that is so... Diametrically opposed to to what I believe and
0: Trent, can I jump in and say he just said something so important that I'm actually writing yeah. about for my next book, which is find yeah. your cooldown point, mm-hmm. people. We're gonna we're wrapping this episode up, but I want to leave on this because Trent said mm-hmm. I get ah, mm-hmm. me too, Trent. I'm the same way. I'm very Scorpio reactive, right? But I have learned. To just calm the fuck down and shut up. (laughs) No, I mean, and there's a nicer way to say that, but just to be quiet, don't react in the moment. I've had to learn, okay, don't answer this email right now. Wait 45 minutes or two hours, whatever your cool down point is tomorrow. See, we'll see,
2: I get the opposite. So I'm a Libra. So very, lots of balance, very even (laughs) tones. So it takes a while to ramp me up, but once you do watch out. <laughs> However, I get the opposite though because because I'm just so taking in information and weighing different pieces yeah, of information, yeah, yeah. sometimes people think oh she's not really engaged.
0: Uh someone explained it to me this way with air signs and water signs like well I'm a Scorpio water sign that we feel things first and then we filter it yeah. up to our
2: brain whereas a air sign yeah. thinks first, yeah. thinks about it a lot and then filters it down. Unless you have a unless you have a Pisces moon which is a water sign which governs your emotions, but that's yeah. <laughs> Thank God you need that air.
0: You and I'm that
1: team answer over here and it's my birth month. So I want to say, yes, I get angry and then I get really sad about having to have that whole emotional uh, explosion and then I'm probably going to cry about it. That's the truth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, Trent, anything else before we wrap the up? one on last
1: episode? thing I really want to say is I got to give a shout out to Tim Russ and the way he read today's quote. He read it so expertly and I love him so much. And as much as I love Spock, I have to say that Tuvok is my favorite Star Trek Vulcan. And uh, props to Tim Russ, who appeared in four different Star Trek franchises. He was in Star Trek Generations. He was in The Next Generation. He was in Deep Space Nine. And of course, he was the chief of security on Star Trek Voyager. So Tim Russ, I love you. Thank you for reading today's quote for us. And you gentle listeners, if you would like to check out video of Tim reading today's quote, you can check it out on our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we hope you'll join us tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry.
0: Where we're lucky enough to have Tamara Krinsky for the whole week. Bye. Talk to you soon.
1: Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry.
0: We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever.
1: We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram.
0: Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True.
1: And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry.
0: Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Wyndham.
1: And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words
0: Live long and prosper.